they're not in so much pain that they can tolerate the pain of being a beginner again, even though theoretically they're going to go through the trials and tribulations of being a beginner investor in real estate. Best ever listeners, I'm so excited to share today's sponsor with you. It's Eastern Union Funding and Arbor Realty Trust. If you're in the multifamily space, you likely recognize these names, but have you used them? Uh, I'm guessing if you haven't, then you probably know someone who has. I can tell you personally, we have used uh, Mark Belsky. He is a point person at Eastern Union Funding as a partner with us, and he has helped us secure debt uh, for actually a deal we closed on this month. And we've worked with him. Um, in addition, my clients, my program, my consulting program have worked with him to successfully close on deals. When we were starting out, Ashcroft was starting out, we had somewhat of a track record, but we weren't fully as established with our investor network. I went to him and we secured some equity, $500,000 in equity to fund one of our deals. While he works with more institutional partners, he's brought $200 million in equity over the last 12 months. He was able to help us out there and we built a relationship with him and Eastern Union funding ever since. So if you need equity for your deal and you have a track record, then he's your point person. His number is 212-897-9875. If you need debt, then he partners up with Arbor on a lot of transactions. So if you're a multifamily borrower who wants agency or bridge debt, then that's the team to work with. Uh, We have worked with their team both Eastern Union and Arbor on deals. And people who have purchased our deals, purchased deals from us, have used Arbor, as well as my clients in my consulting program, they've used it. So this is a recommendation that comes from firsthand experience. And the last thing I'll say about uh, working with Mark Belsky at Eastern Union is that if you need a loan guarantor, but don't have that track record, quite yet, then Mark can look at what you've, the deal you've got, and assuming it checks out, he can make introductions to people he knows as potential loan guarantors for your deal. So debt, equity, and potentially loan guarantors. Uh, All you need, well, you need to find a deal, obviously. Um, But besides that, you know, the other main components of the deal they can help you out with. So talk to Mark Belsky. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com and his phone number 212-897-9875. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today, Mark Podolsky. How you doing, Mark? Joe Fairless. Pulse is still normal. Respiration's fine. It's always great to talk with you. I'd love to hear that. It's important that you have your health, first and foremost. And it's nice to have you back on the show. And best ever listeners, Mark has been on the show a couple times, episode 77, 915, and 1468. And today we're not going to be talking about as much about raw land, which is Mark's focus and specialty. He is the owner of Frontier Properties, a land investing company, and been investing and buying and selling lands full-time since 2001, so a decade-plus of experience doing that. We're going to be talking about the mindset that's required in order to be successful 
He has firsthand experience with that and then also working with others in his program. And he's seen what successful people in the program do and then the opposite, ones who don't do anything, what their mindset is. So with that being said, Mark, first, you want to give the best ever listeners a refresher on your background and then we'll get right into mindset. Sure, sure. So I'm a professional land investor. I've done over 5,500 land deals since 2001. Before that, I was an investment banker and I hated it working in mergers and acquisitions. And since being a full-time land investor, now I help people get out of what I call solo economic dependency, which means if they're not working, they're not making any money. So the land investing niche I focus on really helps people create this passive income without the typical headaches of real estate, which would include no renters, no rehabs, no renovations, and no rodents. Because we're not dealing with a tenant, we're exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act. And we have a non-competitive, non-sexy niche that's 90% automated. For example, Joe, you're never going to go on HGTV or the DIY network and watch me in flip this land show because it's like before land after land it's just boring <laughs> well same with my apartment community i don't think there's gonna be a tv show about renovating that maybe there might be i think there's more likelihood of mine than yours but i think we're both on a very low likelihood scale so noted on your business model and best ever listeners you can go listen to any of those episodes i mentioned before to learn more about that but now let's segue to the mindset. So what have you noticed from the people you've worked with who have not been successful? I think the people that aren't successful fall into two camps. The first camp are my uber successful people in their current life, right? Like they're really good at software engineering or they're phenomenal physicians. And now they're going to try something new and they just can't wrap their heads around being a beginner again. And you combine the frustration of being a beginner with the fact that you're not that hungry. So it's like they lack that motivation or the intestinal fortitude because they're not in so much pain that they can tolerate the pain of being a beginner again, even though the software engineer really wants that passive income theoretically, but not enough that they're going to go through the trials and tribulations of being a beginner investor in real estate. Same thing with the physician. So that's the first camp of people I see with this mindset of kind of being trapped in their own expertise and unable to tolerate the frustration of being a beginner again. The second camp, I think just get in their own way. And there's so much fear there's so much self-doubt and there's so much analysis by paralysis that they just want to play land investor and not be a real estate investor. For example, they want to focus on their website. They want to set up their LLC. They want to work on their logo. None of those things make them any money as far as going through the hard work of doing county research, getting a list, scrubbing the list, pricing the list and sending out offers then doing due diligence. These things take them out of their comfort zone. They don't want to embrace the suck. And that mindset I see a lot as well, where the procrastination or the only reason we procrastinate, Joe, is because there's pain involved. So we just don't want to avoid pain. 
mm-hmm. instead of leaning into it. And I think that's the second mindset. I'd be really curious, though, what you see and if you agree with me or disagree. I do agree that the pain of starting over and learning a process is a challenge. And maybe that's why, from my experience, why people don't do things and procrastination certainly. I think what I've noticed is it's people who just haven't prioritized this in their life. And how do you know when you prioritize things? Well, if you've got a lot of pleasure for accomplishing it or pain for not accomplishing it or ideally a combination of both. So I think from my experience, it boils down to prioritization because you and I and everyone else have the same amount of hours in the day and we choose to spend them how we choose to spend them. And for your example with the physicians or engineers who have had success in their own career, Well, that leads me to believe that if they were to apply their efforts in a similar fashion towards investing in land or doing apartments or whatever else, they would have similar results. But to your point, it's having to start a process and learning again. You've got to enjoy that process. You've got to enjoy the journey because there's a lot to it and it's quite a reality check and – quite frankly, an ego check when you're a high paid professional, but then you're starting out with people who are not, don't have any money and they're learning just along the way as you are. Yeah, I 100% agree. What are some traits of people who have had success? I think the number one trait is grit. And these are people that no matter what happens, they have frustration tolerance, they get knocked down, they're getting back up and they really embrace the effort over results mm-hmm. and they let go of this sort of false timeline in their minds. So some people say to themselves, Hey, my goal is to have 10,000 a month of passive income in 12 months. And all of a sudden they're on month eight and they're at 6,000 a month. And yeah. they're kind of like, Oh, then the energy goes down as opposed to some of my other clients. They kind of just are like, Hey, I'm just a baby in this. If you have kids, like when you have a baby, you don't care when they walk and you don't care when they start talking. You know they will eventually. Whether it happens in 12 months, 14 months, 16 months, or eight months, you just have faith that's what they're going to do. And they do it. So sort of that having that mindset of eventually it's going to happen as long as I keep working diligently and focused on the efforts that I need to focus on as opposed to being so focused on the results, mm-hmm. which I can't really control. Yeah. I talk about 50, 50 goals. 50% is actually achieving the quantifiable goal that you set out to achieve within the period of time that you set out to achieve it. And then the other 50% is understanding what you have learned through the process so that regardless of the quantifiable results, you're better off and better set up to achieve future goals because you've acquired these additional skill sets. Right. Like, for example, like I set a goal with you and I say, hey, Joe, you and I are going to buy a 500-unit apartment building. Well, maybe the market turns on us. That has nothing to do with us. And it's just not a good time to invest in that 500-unit apartment building because interest rates went up and our costs went up or the cap rates 
just went down or various factors or the city we're focused on in Texas is going through some type of natural disaster two months ago. These things can happen. They're outside of of our control as opposed to just working diligently, being flexible, and then finding the right opportunity at the right time. Anything else as it relates to mindset that you've recognized or noticed, either successful mindset or not so much that we haven't talked about that you think we should? I love the phrase, comparison is the thief of happiness. Yes. I really think that when people just have that mindset of, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday, and they ignore all the noise, they they don't look at the Facebook feeds, they don't compare themselves to somebody who's been investing for 10 years when they're in their third month, or somebody who may have even been in their third month and just got lucky and closed the big deal. So I really think that's an important mindset to embrace. Oh, 100% agree. I was at, oh, what's his name? He wrote the book, Rules to Live by Peterson. I went to one of his talks whenever he did his tour, and that's one of his rules. And I haven't read his book. I got his book. I haven't read it yet. But I went to his seminar, and he talks about don't compare yourself to who someone else is today. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yeah. And if you ever read The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F by Mark Manson, he even talks about be a little bit less wrong. Mm-hmm. Kind of says a little yeah. bit differently, but yeah. it's, it's the same thing. Same it's thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I did read the book. The book's not an easy read. It's meaty, but it's great. Well, yeah, I completely agree. And when we compare ourselves to who we were yesterday and not other people, it is such a sigh of relief, at least for me, because it's under my control. And as long as I have the faith that as I improve, things will improve for me, similar to what Jim Rome says, if you want your situation to improve, then you improve yourself and magically your situation improves incrementally and then in big chunks. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going on? And you're going to be hanging out with us in February, right? Yeah, I can't wait. The best ever conference. I'm so excited. I think the best place to learn more is thelandgeek.com, thelandgeek.com. And also go to Amazon and check out the book, Dirt Rich. Awesome. And if you want to meet Mark in person, go to besteverconference.com. He's going to be at our conference in Denver in February, and he's going to be talking raw land. And you can meet him in person and looking forward to that. We've talked a lot, but haven't shook hands yet. So looking forward to it. And thanks so much for talking about mindset. This is applicable to any type of real estate entrepreneur. So I'm glad we covered it. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Do you need debt for your deal, equity for your deal, or maybe a loan guarantor to help you get qualified for the financing? Talk to Mark Belsky. His number is 212 897-9875. That's 212-897-9875. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com. Have you heard about the latest podcast for entrepreneurs called Tough Decisions? Listen to Dan and Danae Hanford as they interview successful people from around the world about tough decisions as entrepreneurs. Visit toughdecisions.net 
and be sure to subscribe to their free weekly entrepreneurial email. That's toughdecisions.net.